think the sort of pain I am, I, I, I think even if I'm bleeding from the jugular vein, I still keep it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I've, I've done six Ironman, I haven't I completed all six. I was going to at 16 mile. I was saying, uh, I was talking to my maker, I, I actually talked to my maker, you know. I said, like, I'm going to bad fella, you know, but if anything goes wrong here in the next 10 mile, you know, you know what's the story? That, my friend, is Milo McCourt, and this is the Inspirational Runners Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to podcast number 27. You're in for another epic episode with a local legend on the triathlon scene, Milo McCourt, from Infinity Swimming in Kamloch. Mido has helped introduce countless people into the world of triathlon, including myself. So I'm hoping that this episode plants a seed and inspires you to take to the water and bike before you run. Hope you like the intro. If so, why not drop into the Inspirational Runners podcast on Facebook and let me know. You just walked me around in front of you there. This is a new, a new establishment, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we're here in October. So how did that start? Well, um, how did it start off? Well... I suppose going back to 2009, yeah, Guinness World Records, and then uh, we've done a relay, Colleen done the North Channel, Pat done the North Channel, and the English Channel, and then we really raced across. So I still think just swimming just started, you know, a boat, mm-hmm. and then when you went in your pool, you can't use your fins, you can't use your paddles, you can't do this, you can't do that. There's a lot of restrictions in the public yeah, pool, isn't there? Yeah, the public pool left it that, you know, the boats have been safe anyways, so uh, Pat was just Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so as the fact was, well, uh, at the start, this was supposed to be uh, like um, you know, units, mm-hmm. you know, units. So then, when they had the units done, all I said, "Jesus, that'd be a class place for a pool." So, so these guys were starting to do these big, big swims, really, just sort of built yeah, well, um, so, Morrison swimming, and um, like, well, Podic was in the English Channel for twelve and a half hours. Uh, he was in the North Channel like, for fourteen two, something like that. Uh, Colin done a great swim, 9.35 or 9.36. Keith Gary done a great swim in at 9, 9 something two. That's phenomenal, isn't it? That's first class swimming. So these, these, guys, these guys that we know very well um, from this area, and um, there wasn't really a facility for them to train in. So then we just well, the, thought, let's build one ourselves. We're, we're open 24 hours a day, more or less. If you want to swim in the dark, you come here and put the lights out, you build the way there. And is this facility with some camera road, is it open to anybody or can anybody come but, and pay? And oh yes, yeah, you can come on uh, Monday morning 6 till 6 to 9 I think it is, it's just drop in swimming, you can do your own thing. Uh, Tuesday mornings, we haven't really set up yet for Tuesday mornings, but uh, Wednesday mornings is the master swimming. Uh, there's a lot of interest in that and then I think my 20 in there last Wednesday, that was the first session of the season. So the master sort of stops for the summertime, everybody goes up and water swimming, and then they go back and do their training here. And what way does it work? Do you just come and pay at the door, or is it a membership well, fee? It's going to be a member from you just come and pay a yearly fee. Yeah, okay. So it does for nine months, it starts now, it finishes, it's somewhere around next May or something. And you can happens. just use it when those openings are you can come, you're free, you're free swimming on the Monday morning for whatever time, you swim for two hours, and Friday morning's the same, they call it just drop-in swimming. But anybody can come along at that time, but it's free to if you're a member of the Masters. Because there's a lot, there is a lot of restrictions on public pools. I know our pool, our pool opens up at ten o'clock, I think, on a yeah, Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right, it doesn't open until 10 o'clock in Kilkenny. Well, it's, it's all based around here, kids' lessons, you know, yeah. which what we're really, really about, you know. Yeah, so the Infinity, it's, it focuses a lot on kids as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, so you have yeah, a lot yeah. Of yeah, bringing the kids along, and not the future. Yeah. Um, from great kids here, the, the Mucking Boys come on, really, they were here, and they've started... The Mucking's going to be the new brandies, yeah. <laughs> the way they're going on. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, even, even the others, uh, people have seen the trough and now, coming down uh, stroke analysis, uh, with Sean, they get videoed under the water and above the water and all that sort of stuff, so they get their stroke corrected and they can see themselves, you know, sometimes you're explaining to somebody what they're doing wrong under the water, they say you can't take it in, but when they see themselves, they say, oh no, I'm not doing that, am I? Yeah. So then they can correct their own mistakes. So, so. I know when I was um, learning how to swim, I was doing maybe 100 lengths, about three or four times a week, yeah. and I got an Oliver, uh, Oliver Hawking done a video analysis. And I was like, there's no way I'm swimming like that. There's absolutely. Yeah. I was doing exactly what I was telling people not to do. <laughs> I was crossing right over. <laughs> it's really simple, like, you know, because their mistakes most people can correct themselves and say, well, my hand's coming across the second mm-hmm. line, or it's going out too wide, it's not pulling, the elbows not high enough under the water and stuff. So it is, it is very good, that video analysis. Sean does it here for, and I think he was very busy all last week. By the end of the season, then they come back and then they want to start again. You know, mm-hmm. I had this swim, I should have done this time, I didn't do that time, why was that, and why was this, and all that. But we haven't got all the answers. <laughs> but we can, Sean can video you, yeah, and yeah. say, right, maybe if you change that, you change that, you'd shave a couple of, bit of time off your, your stroke, you know. So, what, hap- what some people is happening is they tend to swim too fast for a start, and uh, they're not taking their time, they're rushing their stroke. Well, instead of taking less strokes and going further, mm. they're taking more strokes and going lower. You know, that's, that's, there's a wee fine line in there between yeah, speed and stamina, especially open water swimming. It's, it's hard to take it in actually, because to go fast, you need to go slow. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you need to slow down and actually make yourself go faster. That's, that's it. what it's, I think. Um, it's, it's a crazy world, it's just swimming anyway. And you've all the different styles, you know, bilateral breathers, boys breathe all the yeah. way so. They all bring their own problems. Um, so I was, looking through, I was looking through your Facebook page there last night to try and get some dirt on you. <laughs> and there was one photograph of you, it was quite a few years back now, you had no helmet or, or good bike, you must be doing a try of some sorts. Yes. Um, so when did you start? I started in 1983. 1983, so there mustn't have been many races no, no on the No rules and regulations. As a matter of fact, if I think back, um, there was some triathlons, I don't know who would organise them, there could have been, the swim could have been last. So you'd yeah. only have two disciplines first and then you ended up in the water last. Hopefully now, you've got some energy I'm left. Trying to, I'm trying to wreck my brain there or where that was, but it, it was mm-hmm. a bit of a mixed up. So then I think they realised that uh, at the swim the last people were cramping. Yeah. they had to run in the big thumb, so their legs were probably tired or like a fluids. So what, what sort of whereabouts would you have done the triathlons at the early start? Well, uh, we started here in Uri, well, many moons ago, and the run was up the Camden Road here. Uh, then we went to Bangor, Picky Pool and Bangor. Um, it was it was the first sea spin we done in a triathlon, and then it just snowballed in there. I think we were in every county and every town in Ireland. From so you're just creating a, your, your own sort of triathlons at the beginning? Or? Yeah, well, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't a big pile of information, and we hadn't the, they hadn't the beauty of the internet then or anything else, you know. It was not just the closest thing as a mobile phone. Yeah, <laughs> even so. So it was just, um, uh, I think it was more uh, brute force and ignorance. We got it done. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
What, yeah. what, what, was the, what was the spark to that then? What sparked that off? What influenced you guys? Did you see yeah, it? Well, or? Even as kids, we went to one pint during the summer, that's where we spent our summer mm. in the sea. And then I played a bit of football, and then uh, I wasn't very good at the football, but I played football. Uh, got the semi final finals with Billy Holm. Mm. But uh, always early days, I was only around 11 stone, 11 and a half stone, and I could run a bit. So then somebody said, what about this triathlon thing? So we got mixed up with that. And we got a great buzz out of it. There's me and Sean Cuse, Tony Bagnum, all those Mickey Smith, a whole bunch of fellas just got into it. And then uh, we just travelled all over Ireland. And our first Iron Man was about, I think it was around 1986, in wow. Sligo. So Phil so Ironman distance. Iron Man or half Ironman or nothing. That was the first one. And it was just in Clifford World all together. No hamlets, so we had a wee stop thing. On your head, that was it. You come off the bike and it was hard luck. Well, you were. You hadn't the bikes that you have now either, like, you know what yeah. I mean? And the war road bikes of some description, the gears were probably on the on the bar. And, uh, so it just, it just took your chances. It just took your chances. Mm-hmm. It was a lovely part of the world. I done on uh, eight on it three times, and then I done it in a relay team. Brilliant. And I, I, I think I had an injury out there. And um, what age were you? What age were you then? So I was about thirty-two. 32. 32. And um, we've we'll got great fun out of it. And the sun always shone on us <laughs> until the rainy day. And uh, we had Con Short Young for that. I can't think of his name at the minute. Uh, he was doing our bike and it was a horrendous day. <laughs> the lad was out in the bike and I think he was only maybe 15 or 16 years of age. And he was away for two hours and whatever on this bike and it was just torrential rain. And you know what that part of the world can be like. And we were all going, oh, where, where is he? Is he home? So we were glad to see him home. And uh, Tony Cruz had to do the run. So, uh, yeah, I'm surprised to hear back then that was, they were actually doing Iron Distance. So yes, uh, was there many people it was, it taking was, part in those events? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, full house. You know, uh, um, uh, there could have been Lex McHenry, Tony Bagnum, they had been Cuckoo Hagen, would have been uh, yeah. there, um, the boys who we'd have been looking up to then, like, you know. Because Cookie uh, went on, didn't he? Did he go he, on to he, the World Championships? He, he, he's the first man I know ever done away. He, went, uh, he qualified for away through yeah. uh, to Athens and Ireland here. So we didn't even know. No, the furthest we ever got that was home east. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so away he was, and it was the other side of the world, you know. So we always kept, you know, uh, when, when he was doing that. Like, that must have um, boosted a bit more energy into oh, it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, to Athens just then. I remember the Murray Tri- Tri- Club that they got a Murray 5 in it, and then there was 10, and then there was 20, and then there was 30. Now there's, I think there's over 115, maybe 180. So you were one of the original people yeah, that started yeah, up the yeah, Murray Tri- yeah. Club. When did it start then? Around right about 83. So uh, quite a long time. just had our meetings in the changing room in the pool. <laughs> yeah. You paid a few bob in, and Sean Cuse wrote your name down in the book. <laughs> that was it. Uh, and it just grew from there, and you had Wednesday night training. But most boys just train their own. We you train in different groups, you know. Yeah. Like that time, there's no way we were going to keep up with Cooper Hagen and Tony Bagman or any of them top. Like them boys were maybe running seven and a half minute mile, eight minute mile, as we were doing nine yeah. or ten. And, you know, so. Um, but in the swim, we could always manage ourselves, so get forced That's out of the water, right. get away up the road in the back and in there to catch you. So that was good. That yeah, was a good feeling. Nobody's excellent in all three disciplines. So you normally got one or two disciplines that stick out. Yeah, so you would swim, your, swim um, yours. Um, I wouldn't have been. I had, I had to come to the daily end with bike. I know I had a bike going to school. You know what I mean? I wasn't like I just had a couldn't ride a bike, like, but racing on a bike, mm-hmm. racing in a group, training in a group. That's all different stuff now, you know. Yeah. Uh, watching they don't bring nobody down. You don't make a mistake. Don't be behind. 
everybody's down the hip, which happened a couple of times when we were out, you know, but that's a part of it. That's mm. a part of it, you know. But when did you notice the sort of tri scene starting to change then here? Uh, maybe in the nineties, you know, uh, mm. things got faster, bikes got better. Yeah. Uh, really people, with the technology. People, got, yeah. people got more knowledge and once the internet came on mm. board people were getting more information about their swimming strokes and uh, training pulling. Like we as you say, we just got in done 40 lengths, 60 lengths, 80 lengths, 100 lengths. But then somebody came along and said, oh, we should be doing drills, we should be doing our back crawls, we should be doing this, we should be doing that. Well, swimming all changed then. Because um, you would have thought, well, back then it was thought of it was like this elite field. Yeah, yeah. People really, doing you, it. You would have watched the Olympic Games and you would see a wee bit on the water work, you know, the camera work with them mm-hmm. boys in the pool, like, but you'd be saying, wow, we, make, we should be trying butterfly legs and stuff with our tones and all. So like, you just added on and added on, you add up all the knowledge you could, and then, once you developed a bit of stroke, that was, you sort of stayed with it. So, coming back to now and some of the more modern day, let's say modern day um, Ironman, because it's exploded now, isn't it? There's Ironman and the Challenge Group as well. Well, I think, uh, I, I, I think Tony Bagnon was the only two in Uri ever done who started Ironman. Uri, 26 men run after 112 men in the bike. Everybody's going saying, and then boys might be seeing the doctor, like, you know. Is that where he got his uh, name cookie? Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, you know, for somebody who was just messing about, you know, we'd done a half hour man, we'd going, how did you do two of them? You know, yeah. one back, you know, like, so uh, we all sort of kept going, kept going, kept going, and then we, our swimming got longer, and we started swimming Lord Lady of the Lake. So the swim was, well, the swim's going to be no hassle. Yeah. You know, 3.8k, you know, so. Uh, if you can swim, that is. Yeah. Because the I played water polo for yeah. maybe 20, 20 odd years. So you've absolutely um, no fear of the water, obviously. No, no, no. So. And then we've always done, messed about with a bit of, with, with Wilbert Lundy down in Uri Pool with a bit of lifeguard on a Sunday morning, you know, mm-hmm. um, the bronze medallion and all that sort of stuff. And always messing about with water, you know. And then uh, in the open water. Well, it was good swimming in the sea. We always love swimming in the sea. So, because uh, pe- people don't um, understand that when they see it's like running a marathon after the Ironman, you, you know how hard it is to run a marathon. You think to yourself, well, how can I run a marathon after doing well, two point four miles? I, I run Belfast Marathon and I run Dublin Marathon in the same year, and I was going to say, how in the name of God would you do an Ironman? Like, <laughs> uh, 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 two legs were fired, like, you know. Uh, uh, so we've got to think about it now and say, you know. The bike being the main event, you know, everything around the bike. Yeah. If you can bike the 112 mile and come off it, you know, I always say, use yourself as a battery. When you come out of the swim, you're still 90% of a battery. You come off the bike, you still have 50%. Yeah. So, sort of gauging on that. So, we, you we learn all different bike? techniques is when you're going down a big hill, take a good breather, get tucked in. You see the boys on the Tour de France there, I'd be watching them vigorously. Some of them sitting on the bar, some of them back, some of them all different stuff. Get the wee breather and down a hill. Yeah. So, uh, just trying to conserve your energy as much as possible, yeah, so really, we, isn't it? We, we scared the internet and find, find out where the easiest Iron Man was. So we swim in a lake. We were <laughs> training in a lake, so we went to Clackenford first. That was a lake swim. Where's that? At? It's in uh, uh, Austria. Austria, yeah. Oh, a lovely part of the world now. Beautiful. The bike was fairly flat, but it was like a two fifty five or two fifty four mile course right round. So there was two big claims in it, yeah, two big claims, and they were... Big. Oh, yeah, Austria. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the parts of your legs, which, you know, 
they were going to go fire here, something's going to yeah. go fire. But once you get over the hill, then you had the other sense. No, it was good. And then I had to, had to do it twice. And you was coming again. I'd done that. I'd done that in Reefa. Oh, that was a daughter of mine. So it was a good bunch doing that. They were doing Iron Man with the other. How long ago was that? Um, how long ago was that? Was that two thousand and twelve? That must have been amazing to do yeah, that. Yeah, that was a good buzz now. And uh, yeah. I had a real good one. I was on the 14 hours. That was brilliant. And then uh, the next year we went to Zurich. We got the bug down, completely got the bug. So the next year we said, we scared around again. We need one a wee bit tougher. So we went to Zurich. It was still a late swim. Yeah. And uh, we weren't counting on 2,800 people in the water going off at the same time. So that was a new experience. You know, yeah. uh, it was a killing much. <laughs> So you, f you found out, you know, uh, where your place was really, you know, so you, I, I used to drop in with the air and a half swimmers, so it's usually marked out. And uh, I don't think it was marked in Switzerland, but I used to get up the front. But you had boys that were up the front and then try and bomb it out for 400 metres and then they get blown up. Yeah. I've seen boys getting hammered then, you know. Railroaded. The, the, the yeah, the next calorie charge is just coming behind you. So you cannot stop. If you're out there in front, you cannot stop. Yeah. You can't even afford to take a breather or do a breaststroke. So if you're new to it, the best bit of advice is yeah, to hold back. Yeah, count 10, count 10, swim the way you relate yourself. Just hand back and let anybody that's fast. It's better, to, yeah. it's better to creep onto people rather than to get people running over the top. Can I can afford a, a one-hour three swim. Mm -hmm. uh, um, what do you call it? Spears me. Here's McDonald right in front of me. He was in front of me, just stood up in front of me. And I was going, if I had a new here in front of me, I'd have killed myself to get past him. I'd have held on the bike. <laughs> you wouldn't be competitive so at all. Fun. No, not really. <laughs> not really. So Zurich, like, it's a, it's a beautiful place. I've been to Zurich myself. Brilliant. And the swim is yeah. in Lake Zurich itself. Believe it or not, we got a sort of mixed bag of weather. Uh, it was 34 degrees down in the flatlands. And then when you went on, I think they call it the Beast. This mountain they call it the Beast. It was actually hailstones. So people getting cut. I think Dirty Lockton got cut. Uh, the hailstones were bigger fricking marbles like. Yeah. But it was just a you know a one off thunderstorm type thing and then you were back down on the lowlands again. But it also was two laps. Yeah. So when you were going on the second lap it was saying gee we had to go back up that hill again. So we went up when I was going up the second time the river the road was like a trout stream. It was it was four inches of water running across wow. it. And then the morning before we met a boy called Rene and he was telling us it was a boy out saying the week before and a deer jumped out of the forest across the forest milled him. Yeah, sure, yeah. So we had all this, I had all this playing in my head, you know. I was like, what are you going to do now? So we went down the hill on the other side. Mickey Lynch was with us on that one, and Niall and Aaron, that was two, yeah. sons, all two sons of mine. So, so uh, your two sons and your daughter? Well, we've done Black uh, and Ford Eva, and then I've done Zurich with Aaron and Niall, which was a good buzz. But uh, with a good swim, Aaron just got out in front of me, and Niall was behind me, which was great. So we got on the bikes, the same was more or less got out of the bikes there. So, so the boys were saying, oh, we'll help our old fella, you know, to get going. So they were coming up the road, but they were both buying the motorbike, you know. <laughs> and we're all wearing the same kit, you know, Yuri Tiger. So he thought we're in a PAM team, so who so, so get split up and we'll have the penalisations, you know. So I told the two boys to go on. Like, yeah. Maybe Nell and Martin would be very spare back, you know. Because they can be quite strict, can't they? Oh, yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy, like. Mm -hmm. Like the race, is, the race was. Another 10 kilometres up the road, it wasn't where we were. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. You know, and then the run as well in Zurich is quite flat, isn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah, 10k. Zurich was lovely, but it was in through the city, in through parks and stuff like that, you know. 
Yeah, still it's 26 mile, it doesn't matter where it goes, it's still it's warm. It's hot in those yeah, countries yeah, as well. Yeah, Zurich was good run, it was through nice park and all, and there was loads of people cheering you on, right even to the last year, we would have been. Uh, where did you go after Zurich then? Where did you go after Zurich? I went after Zurich, we took the bull by the horns, and we said we'll go out to Lanzarote. Oh, it's one of the hardest ones, isn't it? It's a lot of hills. We went to Lanzarote, and um, I said, what do we do? So we went out about eight or ten weeks before the Zalfin was on and we hired bikes out and we picked the course we got to find out where the Ironman course was on the bike so we'd done a bit that day and right in bit the next day uh, but the next day and the Thursday before we went home we said right we're going to do the whole works so we went and done the swim we went on the bikes and we headed up and I tell you it was horrendous <laughs> yeah. Mickey Mullen can claim it's big so hills like isn't it I'm not a good climb. I'm relentless. I, once I get into a mode, I just stay in it. There's one climb, I think it's 15 and a half or maybe 16 kilometres long, and it oh. is currently one big S bent and all in it. Yeah. So I was up, up past the S bent, looking way down the valley, you can look way back down the valley, and there was this specker coming in white, just pure white outfit. And I says, I would like to be down there. <laughs> so I had the words out of my mouth mixing. It was a, la- a lady, she was German, and she was up beside me. She's uh, English, I says, no Irish. She just got on the wheel and take you up. I was riding over to take hard text and they say they ditch here. I said, well, you're okay. Just pardon on. So she said, Mickey Mullen had to be another, maybe half a mile up the claim in front of me. And she caught him as well. Wow. So we went up, the Germans had a tent set up at the top of the hill. That was 16 times she came up that hill in that morning. No way. That was worth training. They put her in the van, took her back down again, put her out, she didn't up the hill again. That's unbelievable. So I was going, once up there's enough. <laughs> yeah. So this hill, and then uh, there was one uh, with Muckfire Mountain, and you go down into a place called Santanta, and it's a big long descent, you know, so mm-hmm. I was practicing all my tuxins and all, and it was a great day, a lovely day, of nice and warm. I said, this is class, I got a good, we're looking at a week clock, 54 kilometres an hour here, you know. I said, I'm covering some ground down on there. But unfortunately on race day, there was a 34 mile an hour wind coming up the road. No way. And it was like baking into a hairdryer. Because Lanzarote is very windy though, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it was unreal. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we must have got the no wind day. But on the race day, you had a paddle down the hill, uh, 21, 22 kilometres or so you're making. Yeah, what sort and of temperature would it be? Uh, 34, 35 degrees. It's warm as well. Um, what happened in the morning time, uh, with a great swim in the tent to do look after you and they spray you, a bit like a snowman coming out, the spray with a uh, oh, uh, sunblock, you know. But uh, when we left, the tent was a sort of a wee bit of a storm. It was really nothing. We were happy, it was raining, it was, it was cool. So I was saying, we're yeah. happy here, we're Irish. And <laughs> yeah. and we beg in the rain, so it wasn't annoying us too much. Everybody else was bitching about it, like, yeah. all them top boys were all worry about the road slipping and all, but we, that's us, yeah. we have to go out of the rain and whatever time like, you go about down, you could be taking down rain here. So anyway, we got it come about 11 o'clock in the day, the sun came out, but our sunblock had washed off. And you're we Irish. Got some roasting, <laughs> we got some roasting. Uh, I think there's photographs of us the next day, you know, with our jerseys and our medals on, and we're not red, we're purple. So like the, what do you call them? We uh, buy them Smurfs. Yeah, yeah. We weren't purple, our faces were purple, but we were in Northern Scotland. What, what made you pick Lanzarote then? Because um, uh, it's supposed to it's say, such a everybody tough says Lanzarote after a way that's the next hardest one. Yeah. So um, I said just take the bulb in the arms. So and uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I was, uh, now the bike I was getting half hours in the saddle. Mm-hmm. Now 
That sounds well, pretty good. That's like a day's work. It was a day's work and half an hour's overlay. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed the bike because I, I, there, was no, there was no secrets on it. Yeah, I knew yeah. when every claim was coming. That was good. You know, uh, I had my homework done. Uh, I knew when to go easy. Now, on the last claim, there was a lot of bikes took. You know, uh, the bikes with drips up, uh, maybe hydration, dehydration. They just hadn't got the homework done enough. Maybe went too fast out. You know. But no, I, I was happy enough. I, I, I had done um, Ironman Zurich, and just to that point, when I got to the run, I took off in the run, and you're seeing elite athletes like oh, just yeah, out yeah. at the side of the road, and yep. you think, hold on a second here, it's 36 degrees. Mm-hmm. You need oh, to yeah, back, yeah, you need yeah. to back yeah. this right off. It's, just, um, it's a fine edge, like, isn't and it? I'm not, a, I'm not a big gel man. As a matter of fact, I don't do gels at all. I only done them once in Kilkeel County Clare, and it just spiked my whole race. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give me heartburn. Uh, somebody gave me a rhubarb one, a rhubarb one. Right? You know, it so wasn't rhubarb and custard, uh, no. So, <laughs> so I took it on the run, I took it on the run because uh, that one at Khalil County Clare, it's just like, it's a 10k run, but it's a 5k run, it's up a hill, up okay. a mountain, and they turn around, free wheel home, so. Uh, but no, gels went out the window, so I'm a celiac, so I make my own stuff. Okay. What, what type of things do you make? Uh, flapjacks, mummy, mummy house does the flapjacks, puts mm-hmm. everything in it, dates, apples, corn, all sorts of stuff. And then we get them power packed in the butcher shop down in the street. And you just turn them off as you go along. So you can keep them in your feed bag in the bag. You can keep up to 10 or 12 of them. So it's good slow release energy as well, isn't it? And then I just take my own, um, I use that AS clear. No, mm. not, no, no. So do you change it through the, through the race? So well, I use the banana, I use their bananas and stuff like that. Because the water, was it a wetsuit swim in Lanzarote or was it a skin? A wetsuit swim. It's a yeah, wetsuit swim. So you do, you do sweat quite a lot in oh, swim, yeah, don't you? Yeah, you lose yeah. a lot of water. People would be surprised how much I you I think I was, uh, I was 12, I think it was 12, we weighed ourselves the day before mm. the race and I think I was 12, 5 or 12, 6. I said, I would rip down somewhere. We lost a stone on the race, a stone of two pounds. Jesus. Yeah. That's a lot. So it's hard to, it's hard to keep that balance yeah, and that fuel yeah. and that energy. Uh, well, it's, I think it's fluids. Mm-hmm. It's when to take your fluids out often. Well, there's a man, I'm sure you know, Con Short Murray. Mm-hmm. He told me, he says, every 20 minutes, whether you feel you want it or not, take a sip of water or mm-hmm. you know, take a SSS, take, take a fluids on. Because he says there's a line. I want you to drop the line out, there's no coming back. Yeah, you can't recover from you that. You can't recover from that down mm-hmm. that line. You just can't dip below that line. You have to keep yourself hydrated. So what, what type of things do you take on the on the run? Uh, well, I would you take, take a couple of fl- on my flapjacks and um, my wee sachets of uh, the ASS and then when we stop at the water stops, I would use that, take my water. Um, I learned a great trick from Tony Bagley. Always walk through the feed station. Yeah, you you are well looked uh, after, aren't you? You can, get, you can get it down the windpipe and get it down the right, so you can be doing a bit of choking and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you're better just taking your taking your time. Not, uh, like, when I'm racing, I'm not racing mm-hmm. uh, for. I'm only just doing it for my own uh, well being, if you know what I mean. If you could call Ironman for your well being, <laughs> you'd be knackered for about three or four days after one of me. You're not looking for you're not looking for a podium. No, no, it's no, a great no, achievement no, no, in itself. No, I, um, it's a great uh, achievement in itself, uh, isn't it? Our model's FUN, fun. If it's not fun, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be out of me. So, but it's the thing about it is uh, when we did like we did do a lot of homework on it. It's uh, it can be a serious you know if you don't if you don't do it properly, yeah. it can be serious to your health like you know um, you're getting your swim correct, getting your feeding. Like, it's, uh, a, it's a big impact on your body. I think I was in I was in uh, 
tells you one time when I lifted a magazine in Paul Carragher's and uh, I was just long through it and this piece of Iron Man came up and um, it made it made great it made great sense to me is was that um, you know if you're not if you're not a competitive person you know like, as a fellow say don't take life too serious because you have the day to get out of here you know <laughs> so it, it made sense that don't be rushing in into it you know uh, don't be rushing your swim don't be rushing your bike and don't be rushing your run you know try and keep everything relaxed keep your heart rate as low as you can you know and enjoy it so. I've said myself, like, that makes a bit of sense, like, rather than, you know, mm -hmm. um, turn out in the swim, turn out on the bike and turn out and then finishing off a bar, finishing, hurt, you know. Maybe not like, finishing at all. Well, I, th I think the sort of pain I am, I, I, I think even if I'm bleeding from the jugular vein, I still keep it, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I've, I've done six Ironman, I haven't, I completed all six. Now, at Longerati at 16 mile, I was saying, uh, I was talking to my maker, I was actually talking to my maker, you know, I said, like, I'm always a bad fella, you know, but if anything goes wrong here in the next 10 miles, you know, you know, what's the story? And then uh, Mickey Mann, he came along, and then the whole thing just changed, the crack started. Yeah. We started getting up all stragglers, but it was limping, as you say, elite athletes, but it was just burnt out. Um, and then they probably didn't understand what we were saying, but they knew we were enjoying the race. <laughs> so they started enjoying the last bit of the race, yeah. you know. So we got up about 14 in Lanzarote and we all came over the lane together so and it was a great bit of banter and um, we were all shaking our hands and hugging on and he was tipping Spanish, the alpha could have been talking Italian, the alpha had been talking Brazilian, whatever, it was all different nationalities but it was all seen where me and Mickey was getting great fun anyway, me and him started banting along and I said Mickey listen I have to walk a wee bit here now and he said we'll all walk then, and then we're running now a wee bit and then walk a wee bit. So I, I, was delighted, I was delighted to run 16 mile, the way I break the run up is it's 14 k's. Do two of them, and they have the rest. They have the rest in the hands of the God. <laughs> Brilliant. So that's the way I look at it. If I can do two 10 k's, that's halfway. And if you get the halfway, um, it'll take wild horses. They put you off your way going on. You know. Now it might finish as a walk. It might finish as a run walk. It might. It might be the prettiest. It might be the prettiest looking thing and all. But you're going to get in under the radar. Some of them worked out, I think the fastest was 13 something and 14. How, how does it feel then? And Lanzarote was 16 hours, that's a yeah, long yes, haul, it was getting a half hours in the bank. That was bad, how dry conditions on those hills, oh, I can only imagine, in that heat. Uh, if you've seen the photographs of us the next day, I'm not joking, we were like the Smurfs, <laughs> the purple. So how did it feel, what was the relief like? When you're coming up and you've got one k left to go, or you come down oh, that because Ironman's a great finish. It might be expensive, but they top level. No, that was that was say you know that's that box tick. Now, if you said to me, I'm giving you a free go next year, would you go back to that? I'd really have to serious consider. You know, I'm getting on a wee bit now. I'm six, 21 my next birthday. 21 again. <laughs> but it is it's a, it is a serious race and not to be taken lightly by anybody. You know, uh, professionals are. Yeah. Um, I would call us amateurs like. But never, never lose sight of the FUN of it. It's not fun. So, if somebody's going to pick an Ironman, what sort of advice would you give? Well, now, um, my race, the race I, I have done it uh, three times now, and I've done Ironman in it as well. Mallorca. Mallorca half Ironman. You can go for a pint after. <laughs> Mallorca half Ironman, you can't. <laughs> or Mallorca Ironman, you can't. But then there was only one off, one Mallorca Ironman, me and Nile done it. Uh, it was four years ago. 
But they, they've, they've dropped the Iron Man and just do the half Iron Man now. Yeah, they'll do Iron Man. But the Iron Man in uh, New York were very, very, very good, well organised. Mm. Uh, the first, uh, well, the second lap of the course was the, was the half Iron Man course, which is through Palencia and into the mountains. The first half was really rolling road and was class, real good rolling road. Uh, you could get good speed up on the wee descents and then you had to struggle a wee bit up, but the, the, it was only rolling road. Mm. You might have been in the low gears for maybe five minutes or so when you got over the bit and then where you went again. And it was real good. Was it your fa was it your favourite race from the well, half Ironman? If I if I was if you said to me, would you recommend the race to me, I would say half Ironman Mallorca. Brilliant. Uh, well, well, well organised. It's been running a good few years now. What's the course like? So we know the water's flat. Uh, <laughs> the, the bike's good. The bike's good. Now, I'm not a good climber. Now there's one climb from Palencia out up over the mountains, and then it's a, like a coming down the hill. You have to be brave if you want to go. I'm not brave. Uh, I don't like pain of any description. Now on the descent, I've seen boys in the woods. Uh, the road, the road comes back round on itself. Real ass bends. We don't, we don't train. We don't have them uh, roads in our country. So that one we can't train on them. But the Germans and the Austrians and the they're not joking, you take a leg clean out of your eyes. Yeah. We're worried about potholes Pot and all yeah, sorts of things. You don't, do, you don't do potholes in them countries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the descent was good, uh, but you had to be careful. Uh, then you go out on the flat road, then you can just do, do your own thing, get down in there. Because uh, a half, mile, half Ironman is a 1.2 mile swim, 56 mile bike, and yeah. then a half marathon to run. What is the half marathon like in that course? Uh, now, hot. It's, it's hot because uh, the Ironman, the time you come to do the Ironman, the first 10k will be hot and then you get the cool of the evening coming in and then mm. if you're doing the likes of Mallorca uh, or Lanzarote, you get a wee sea breeze, you know, mm. which is really, really good because them runs are all along the coast. Most yeah. of them are right along the coast. But they're well facilitated, don't they? They have a lot, lot of like cold, or wet sponges, oh, and yeah, all yeah, that fuel, yeah. as yeah. much water. Yeah, well, looked after on the, well looked after on with the medic people there, and, um, good feed stations, people knows what they're doing, mm. um, you're getting fresh water all the time, you know, that's important. Uh, I have races, I'm not mentioning where they were like, and I've seen them filling bottles out of one bottle and another bottle and again, I'm up with uh, the Now that, that there's no, a no-no for me, you know what I mean, because you paid, you paid you know, a, yeah. a, a good sum of money, you know, and you want like, a bottle of water, like, <laughs> you know. So that's, five, uh, that's four Ironman I've counted then, so you've two more. Is so two we've, more? Done, we've done the uh, Zurich, uh, uh, sorry, Clackenford, Zurich, um, what do you call it? Uh, Lanzarote. And then we, we moved sites to Barcelona. Was you in Barcelona so then? Done Barcelona twice. <laughs> uh, Barcelona's a great race. Um, we've done a place called um, Uh Lovely, friendly people, great restaurants, great bars. Uh, the seas there. The, there's a rail, a rail rail track, and then there's a road. You, no, it's a pedestrian road. There's no, no traffic on it, and then you have the beach, and the beach goes from here to one point. Brilliant. And uh, the swimming condition is some days can be rough. Some days it's good. It's good. It's a good spot to get rough and good, you know. Yeah. And um, we were down there. Maybe we might be there a week before the race, and we were training the wind to see six o'clock every morning, and that was the place to be really. Mm -hmm. Then you could do your run, your warm up runs on the, weren't worried about traffic. Uh, the air was good, you were away from the, tra away from, you know, the 
example, road wheels, no, yeah, no, of you couldn't smell diesel oil. It's cut the hill, you're running the roads here, and it's, yeah. it's just pure pollution you're running in, you know. So. Especially around these busier roads as well. Yeah, well, like, so. you know, if, if, if when you finish work, you have to run at 6 o'clock in the evening, everybody's coming and going from work, so the roads are busy. Um, it's, but that's the thing about that, man, though, it really is a. It's a holiday package, really, as yeah. well. Oh, isn't yes, it? yes. You oh, have yeah, to buy yeah, your whole lot. We always say, now some of the boys would say, oh, we're flying home the next day, we have to go to work. No, I, I like it, say, four days. <laughs> yeah. you know, pay, that, that, that's the next day after Ironman, you'd be a bit queasy in the stomach with that, all the gel or whatever you've been taking that stuff. There's also the fourth event, though, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, so, well, what yeah, is the fourth yeah, event? Well, the fourth, fourth event is just winding down and then having a wee post mortem. Where you can run faster, and where where the you know yeah. where what happened in the run, you know, to be saying like no, I could have done that a wee bit better, or the feeding could be a bit better there, and then somebody saying can you get better? You know, here I'm gonna paint there. So it's just a wee bit of um, so we call it post mortem, just a wee bit after the what do you call it? Yeah, uh, just like a um, just a wee talk about the race. And all that happened is it's a bit of reflection, really. Different, different boys who you met on the race, so you met this man. Yeah. Now, in, in just going back to Lanzarote, I just started with Clean, and uh, this gentleman came alongside me on the bike. Now, I was only um, I was about maybe three quarters of the way around, and I was going awfully well, felt good in myself, feeling well. I was talking to myself, saying, Now you're going okay, you know, you know, legs are good. So, starting this climb, and I knew what the climb was, I knew it was coming in front of me. So this guy came up alongside me and he was from Drora. And I said, Do you in the race? He says, No, he says, I hire every house down on the coast here. You know, he's a doctor, believe it or not. I says, What what are you doing, Drora? And I was telling him about the boys from um that uh, they do the master swimming down there, they organise round the head and yeah. top ahead, and he knew all them boys. So uh, I say, I says to him, I was just going around and saying I'm going up this claim just as so long the doctor comes along. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> are looking after me. <laughs> so he just he finished off at the top of the claim, he was going back down again and then I was going on in the, in the next section of the claim. But it was very good like. So you just meet different folks along the way. Yeah. So uh, it sticks out in your mind, doesn't it? You yeah, yeah, those things, things with you like. And I was saying the next day when we're having the debriefing, I said, Well, when I went on to the claim there's a doctor came along on a pushback <laughs> <laughs> and he'd done the claim with me. So it was that's it's just one end, it's just a probably a coincidence, like, but you know, then we things play in your head, you know, that somebody's looking after so, you. I know a lot of runners, obviously, and um, that are looking to sort of dip their toes into triathlon. And the one thing that holds most of them back is obviously the swim, because a lot of them haven't swam before, and there's a fear about swimming. What sort of advice would you give to people about swimming? Because it's different than what they they think it's going to be, like, yeah, well, it's. it's the uh, Newry Train Club is a great club for um, beginners. I always say that along, where you don't have to be elite or you don't have to be doing this, you don't have to be that, you don't have to be that, you know. Now, down through the years now, there's what we call um, rookie triathletes come um, and they come along. They're probably good runners or maybe good bikers. As you say, their swim was a bit thin. So, we, we, I think we had about 15 this year and um, they came, they trained all winter. Starting now, that started last week. We started coaching last Tuesday night down in the club. So I think there was about six or seven newcomers came mm -hmm. Tuesday night, and then was more common on a Thursday night. So, so the separate sites on Crooked Lake Triathlon, which is A1 Triathlon, you know, there's no, there, well, there is, there's good, there's good athletes come to Crooked Lake Triathlon, but 79, 80% of the people are there for the beer. 
Bingo. Yeah, for the yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about the, uh, the worst the worst man around that course is going to take two hours. So it's done and dusted, you know. Yeah. It's a great swim, it's a 700 for you swim, well marshalled, something like 14 lifeguards on, mm. 17 or 18 kayaks. It's one of the safest rivers. And we also have night swimming in the lake as well, and it mm. was a big hit this year. I think it was 132 done the night swim. Mm. So it's a big it's a big hit as well. And it's something to say, right, oh, swim at night, I'd be full of dark and all. But the night we got this year was moonlit night. Yeah. Stars were up, it was super, super neat. We couldn't get them out of the freaking but we couldn't get them out. We were just like, it's, not, it's, it's out, out, out. Yeah. So, uh, so, it's a totally different experience. Like, yeah, right. yeah, so most, so, of the, most of the new gang done all that stuff, you know. And so, then, so the best bit of advice really for somebody looking to dip their sort of toes into triathlon, if you can join the club, join the club. Um, maybe get some swimming lessons or get some professional guidance. Yeah. That yeah. definitely helps. Because it's so because swimming is pure technique, really, isn't it? It's like golf, really. It's not it's, about driving. Yeah, it's well, the thing about it is that we've um, people come here now. They can swim. Well, we couldn't. We couldn't swim in, in um, open water, swim in deep water, and all. So it's just a holiday way. So you want to go on? I have a girl in there at the minute this morning, and uh, she says, "I go to spend that sit in the chair." Everybody's in the pool having a bit of a swimmer pool. Yeah. So she says, "When I come home this year, she says, I'm going to have a go." So she's in there. She's thinking flying now. Yeah. So it's just the, the hardest thing getting off the chair. Um, people say to me, "When do you train?" I say, "I train every day. I do something every day, not just waiting. I don't train. Like, do you train Mondays? Yes, I train Monday. Train Wednesdays. Wednesday. So it's all based around swimming for us. Um, when I don't, I try not big in the wet anymore because I've got a couple of tosses off the bike, especially there when the um, winter time there we're in the point, a lot of potholes. Ice on the road. Um, it can be dangerous on roads. You need to be careful. Yeah, like, no. So, so if you you are coming into sort of triathlon, then so um, obviously a club get some expert advice. Maybe pick a race that's safe. So Camel Lake has a brilliant has be, introduction. Um, yeah, try try. I think it's 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 is it fifteen years old this year. I think it's fifteen or sixteen years old this year. It's one of the oldest sprint triathlons on on uh, on the card. Like. Uh, it, it wasn't sanctioned by it wasn't sanctioned by um, Swim Ireland or uh, Tri Ireland this year uh, because they missed last year. There was work getting done at the lake. That's Crooked Lake. The Crooked Lake. So they missed the broke was here broken there. Mm. But we have our lake back now. So how old is that race? How old is the race? Did you say? It's it'll be sixteen years this year. Wow. I think. Yeah. So um, that's really kick started. Um, I was on really teams and then when. Uh, Put the leg start up again. I just figure here. I would never put that. Uh, what, a, what sort of basic gear would you need? Like we're thinking about runners here. Uh, and thinking about taking up. You don't need all the this all this speedos. Yeah. Eight quid. Pair of fins. Tenner. Pair of hats. Pair of hand paddles. Mm -hmm. Five and a half quid. Swimming hat. Pair of swimming goggles. Swimming goggles can be a nightmare. <laughs> so if anybody knows the swimming, uh, the tech swimming goggles onto the uh, pool bank or in onto the market, they're class. You go to get them again, they're off the yeah. nasty, and the next one they're rubbish. So the swimming goggles can be a big, big problem. But um, but the wetsuit itself for open water swimming, people are uh, afraid of the open water swim, but they it, don't realise how it's, much. It's blue, blue seventy wetsuit on the minute, the real class one. It's they call it sprint, a sprint wetsuit. Uh, but they really do help your swim, don't they? They're really really, they're class, they're class, they're about 140 quid. That's a bit the expensive, most expensive thing you buy, apart from your bike. But 
it's a good investment. I had one for, now this is the one I train in. Uh, I was wetsuit for a race day and then I keep a, a blue 70 sprint suit for messing about on boats or swimming in or training in. But this last two years I've lost it, took the wetsuit off and do training in skins. Yeah. So we find it a great plus because when you put the wetsuit on then you're up there on top of the water and back you can get that wee bit of speed going I, I find the wetsuit keeps my body in check because <laughs> <laughs> if I'm eating too much yeah. I'm not getting into the wetsuit. No, the, the, the peeping kit on the loose, Get used to a wetsuit and you know get rid of land, but it's good that you know if you're developing your swimming, uh, just maybe after a swim, peel off the wetsuit, do 50 meters or 100 meters, you know, as a cool down. What, what do you think is the advantage of sort of training for the three disciplines rather than just training like just running the roads all the time? Well, now I've I done two marathons with Tanya earlier on, I've done Belfast, I think it was around 1986 or 1987, I've done two marathons, yeah. I've trained for them, run, 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 you know, you do your programme, you run 10 mile, 8 mile, 12 mile, 19 mile, and you do one long run, and I was going like, you know, this is taking its toll here on the knees, right? So then we found then, okay, we'll do a run around the point, and then we'll walk into the sea, and it was like, you know, um, putting a poker in the bucket of water, you know, it was just taking the lactic acid stuff out of your leg, you know. So we found them, and we were doing a run around here, I have a big bucket in the house and we keep ice in the fridge so fill it half with the top water out of the yard, out of the hose and then fire it up the buckets and they just put one leg at a time in it. You know, so it seemed to dissolve and take all the... There was one couple of runs we done and we were limping for about four days I said, how are we going to do a marathon? So it, it, it's... You like, just it, you, like the, you like the cold water then? Cold you, water. Last year you entered, uh, was it the World Championships? Yeah, in Sackford. Uh, Year before last, and um, I done six. It was a nice I, swim, wasn't it? I, I had plantar fasciitis, so the running was sort of out the window. So uh, I kept going back to talk. When can I run? When can I run? He says, "No, you have. You just have to rest this." So I don't think there's a cure for it. You can strap it up, do your stretches, do your ball, which I was doing everything religiously, but it just runs its course. Yeah. So that year, then I said, "Here, I'm going to take the wetsuit off, and I'm going to do some of the old two swims." So I done, um, no, I think it was six swims, banger, two and one pint. Uh, I forget, but it was six and all over the country. I done it and I got up 18 pints. So then they said to me, would you be there and going to do the ice swimming? And so we, we, this was September time. I says, ah, we're going to give that a go. Because I couldn't run, and then when I wasn't running, I wasn't doing much baking. So I know you could bake with plenty of flossy yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, as long as there's no terror. So anyway, um, we kept on swimming through September, into October, into November, into December, swam right up to Christmas, we were swimming in one point, swimming in the lake. And I was going, this is horrendous, like, no, they're getting it. It's here stopping, <laughs> unbelievable. But it's then more we, like we, two we, degrees. We could, and we started taking hot water with us, you know, like a five-gallon drum of hot water out of the shower. So the minute you come out of the water, you were sort of dousing yourself yeah. with hot water, so it was bringing you around quick, quick, quicker. So. Uh, we put my name down anyway, I said we go, so we went to, we, there was nothing in this country would uh, prepare you for what we were, were getting ourselves into. The morning of the swim we got up, it was minus 22. Uh, I, I have two steel plates on my teeth, I walked out through the uh, hotel door and I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back and get a scarf. It was like a mummy going to the swim, and I said, this is, I'm not going to do this, I can't do this. I, you know, the teeth going mad even just in the air, so yeah. what's my teeth going to be like when I get into the water? So we went down to this place anyway, well set up, um, 
plenty of hot tubs about. And there was people in swimming. I said, no, it's not, not too bad. So it was a uh, one kilometre swim, 40 lengths of this. It was in the lake. And it was bought like uh, the air temperature. Yeah, was minus 20. The mum said to me, you're getting a bomb, minus 14. I said, yeah, give me a now. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's a mental thing. It's, 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 it's a mental thing. It's a, the, 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 um, just to get, you had, a, you had a hang on a leather. There was ice on the, on the run, so it wasn't, a, it wasn't a very steady start. You weren't allowed to dive in. Uh, you just had to push off a ladder and then start your a one kilometre swim, one and forty lengths of the pool. So Strange Jack, though. Jack Wilde was at one end, and Catherine Wolfe was my secondary at the end. She was still up after me when I came out of the water. Like. So I set off anyway. The first ten lengths I can remember, uh, about thirty. That was I had a notion. <laughs> I know Paul had got in. He done his. Uh, he was ten lengths in front of me, mm -hmm. so he came in the lane beside me, and I remember we had all Irish trunks on us. With a shamrock on them, so when I was looking in the water, I could see I says that's Podrick. So, on and on, but it, it, it was a great experience. I have to say, um, the first 20 minutes of the recovery was unbelievable. But if you have somebody there, you know, the Catherine, we'd done the ice swimming in Armagh and all, and Catherine was on the team for on the recovery team, and she is class. Get you around 20 minutes, and you're back around again, you're ready for the hot tub. So the hot tub was class. They didn't want to come out of it. Yeah, I would say so after that. Did you get a podium but in that? It was great buzz. Did you get a podium in that? No, I didn't get a podium, but um, we got, uh, what do you call it? Oh, I can't think of the name. I can't think of the word, but it's yeah. somewhere around the best spirit. So it was the spirit of the games. So that's made the pack, because Paco come in beside me and done the eight nights. So, and then he oh, was his uncle and all that sort of stuff. So we, we were all talking about it at the day, but we didn't know nothing about it. Mm. And then we were having our dinner, and uh, the dinner was absolutely gorgeous. We were ready for it. And uh, but it, the whole setup was class, the whole wee village and all. So we were at this do that night anyway, and um, the, the head man of the ice swimming, he's a South African boy, Ram. He stood up. He said, "We have a special award here for the spirits of the game." So me and Paco got up. So it was just went mental, like we were all clapping yeah, all. Because yeah. the same had happened, you know. In the water, and everybody was going, Milo, Milo, Milo. <laughs> if, you have, if you see the video, it was, it was, I, didn't, I didn't even know this was going on. <laughs> Jack Boyle was shouting into the water to me, you know, many lengths of it, and it was like, oh, oh, that's what I was hearing. Me. So everything was shutting down. Me. But um, I wasn't right. for stopping. Right. Uh, you put 40 lengths in your head, you'll do 40 lengths. Yeah. It doesn't matter what conditions you are. It's the same as Iron Man. If you put it in your head, it's a mental, it's the end of the day, it's a mental thing. Mm -hmm. um, if, Boys up our way uh, would say to me, why do you do that? Uh, maybe watch maybe TV, OCR you know, man or something on TV. Why would you put yourself through that? But they're at they're the front of the pub. <coughs> no, yeah. all this stuff here. And I was like, why would you do that? Mm. <laughs> it gives you great um, so, mental strength, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, anybody's in a wee bit of swimming sport and all, it's, it's all to do with your well-being. It's not, look, yeah. to go to Olympic Games or to be you know, top, you know, it, it's, we're in the wrong country for a start. You need to go to somewhere where it's hot, where you can train every day, mm. 52 weeks of the year. And Ireland, the winter we had last year, she couldn't get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> I think it on the bike. But it's great to have this spinning, and you can go to spinning a couple of mornings a week, mm. keep the legs right. Uh, the spinning sessions are good for stamina, getting, keeping you. You can imagine how your life would be if you didn't do any of this. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, know how would you feel? You know, you get a lot but, of energy. But I'd probably, I'd probably be about 35 stone. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, eating's a hobby of mine. <laughs> I love my food, even though I'm a celiac. And um, 
and the way the way the sealek thing's going now, every restaurant, every everybody knows have their own gluten free restaurant. And when you're when you're a pro, you, you get asked there, you know, you get well looked after. Oh, this man, so you always go in full full horse. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I want to touch on then, 2014, um, step out of the ordinary before we yeah. sort of finish up. What was that? About? It, that it was, was amazing. It, it was it was great. Um, it was uh, Jacqueline's Jacqueline's. Um, it was her, her cup of tea. She says to get everybody into doing something. Um, so uh, you say you nominate your mum, your dad, or your cousin, your uncle. It doesn't mean nothing from couch. That's what they were calling the triathlons last year, was uh, from Crouch to Crooked Lake. That was the title, yeah. from Crouch to Crooked Lake. So that's the challenge you were set. So you were handed an envelope, and you were told, if you open that envelope, you have to do this challenge. You accept the challenge. Yeah, you, if you don't want it, you hand the envelope back. But you don't, even, you don't know what the challenge you is. You don't know what the challenge is. Now, it wouldn't be something that you think, like, there's no point in going to your mommy or your daddy and handing them Lanzarote. That would be you no. Know, yeah. But it was uh, I think it was Deidre Lapper's mother was handed a five K one. Yeah. And delayed it, done on the towpath. Good job. What, what, um, were, what were some of the challenges? So but, like the Patricia, oh, uh, Patricia uh, Brown who couldn't uh, swim. Well, she North Channel swimming. was some of the North was North Channel. Yeah, swim the North David Channel. Davy Burke got a uh, he was on a relay team. Uh, Davy has lost one of his legs in an accident, so he was on a relay team to swim the North Channel and uh, along with uh, Five other people, Jackie was on that team as well, and they were successful. Some people, some people did have Ironman. He's, he's, he's down, he's down, for solo swim next year himself. So yeah. that's how he progressed. And but it, it was an amazing initiative. Step out of the ordinary in two thousand and fourteen, and I'm a goal setter, so I love setting and stretching. Yeah, yeah. Stepping out of the ordinary all the time. Yes, it, 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 it was. And it, it was really it, taking people. It was setting the challenge for people that wouldn't usually. Yeah. No, Stretched themselves. Really it, it, it was in the table. Mm. And, so, the, and there was such a great buzz when people were opening their envelopes. Oh, I was actually in Seattle at the time with work, and my envelope arrived at home. And the kids phoned me and said, um, "Listen, this envelope's right here. Do you accept the challenge?" Blue, the blue one. <laughs> the blue envelope. I knew it was in the post. I was like, "Do you accept the challenge?" I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Everybody was saying, I'm not sure if I should open this or not. They were all saying, open the envelope first, and then I know that. The thing was, you had to uh, hand the envelope back or open, oh, open, open it. it. So the kids opened, and I remember sitting in the hotel room in Seattle. And he goes, Oh dear, daddy. And I said, Oh no, don't. I said, Don't tell me what it is. And then it was too late. We've opened the envelope. <laughs> we're going to have to read this out. And it was a 101k run. And. I'm not the best swimmer, so it was a 5k swim. And they went lightly on me, they said it was a, I was like a wetsuit. It was a 5k swim and a um, 101k run. And the swim to me at that stage, like I'd done the Lord of Lady of the Lake, and I was crapping myself doing that. So, <laughs> But it was great to see people go through that journey, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and the growth that they had. Well, it, it, it started sparks in a load of people. And they're, um, you know, they're, they're real confident athletes now. Mm. You know, saying, oh, uh, when I was doing, I was doing life wrong. You know what I mean? He was. They were saying, you know, uh, like it was all all going the wrong way. And they've got great fun out of it then, because that's. I always come back to the FUN end of it. Mm. Um, it was such, it built a good community and a good support really, group, wasn't really. it? Really, um, all the races all over all over the country, like they always made a character, you know. And um, on on race day, now, some people are very competitive, like you know. Um, I'm in that age group, you know, because that's what it is, all categories, you know, yeah. uh, you're not racing again, well, in, uh, 
I don't risk it anybody. It's, it's, it's a time trial for yourself, you know. So you're saying, right, uh, right we're going to an Ironman. Well, you know, you have to have your homework done. You have to have your running done. You have to have your biking done. You have to have your swimming done. You have to have your feeds ready. You have to have your team so there's, there's a lot in an Ironman, but when you drop down to sprint distance and Olympic distance, uh, even half Ironman, you know, you can... Great, and for, for some people, a 10k is as big as an Ironman. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It depends yeah, where you're yeah, at. So the yeah. people, some people in that challenge got a 10k and never ran before. It was the simplest things to the hardest yeah. things, you know. Um, Phenomenal. Like, uh, Keith Gary got the North Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Gary had no notion of ever swimming a North Channel. He ended up, he swam the North Channel in the Irish record time. He was only minutes outside the world record time. And then went on to swim the... English Channel and got an English award for an Irishman, which is from Lorgan. Uh, you know, that was something else. So he, um, he got the gutsiest swim or something. It was a, he got the, he got so far and then the weather turned bad and he he just played on. Mm-hmm. And they were all saying, "No, that there's a hell of you know, a hell of a great achievement." So he was, had to go back to England to get his award for that, which was great. So he so may that never all, have taken all, that path. That all came through. That all came through. Well, he was he, he, Keith was always a good swimmer. You know, in training the pool, he would always put his mind and he would help me and say, you know, mm-hmm. need a bit of speed work here or something there. He was, he was, he was great, very, very, very good. And um, uh, he, he had a magnificent North Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what does um, carry on gingerly mean to you? Well, carry on gingerly come from um, this guy we met in the Isle of Man, which I'm telling you about characters you meet along the way. So we had a really team coming out of the Isle of Man, never has been done before, so we're sitting over there for a week pulling our thumbs and waiting on the window to get out. It was an international team. There was one, two Irish guys on it. No, two Irish guys and an Irish girl on it. A Finn, a Swede and a French girl. And um, we were waiting, waiting, waiting on the window. So we were in the, in the harbour, uh, pouring the boat. I wished the boat down. Then all the seagulls in the country come and shit on us. <laughs> and we wished it down again and they come back. <laughs> so I said, Nicky Danny, we're not wasting the boat anymore. So we had, a, uh, we had our AMAC over, it's a, a, a very fast rib and um, we had a, like a, what do you call it, a hotel boat. We were taken back to Ireland for a while, so um, we got a window at 10 to 6 on the Wednesday evening. But that day there was a boy coming along, uh, Rupert, I can't think of his second name, and uh, he says to you want to come down to Haiti for snifters before lunch, but we had to do a wee bit of concert out at sea, so we couldn't go. But he seen he won two hundred and twenty legales, and he doesn't use a rubber boat, all wooden boats. He doesn't bother with uh, plastic or PVC boats. He says all my boats are wooden, and but he says uh, he was off the coast of Ireland trying to get into Strangford Lock, and there was an awful fog came down, and he says we had to carry on gingerly. So that's where that gingerly came from. So we use that regular now, you know. So everybody was busting themselves, you know. So now boys would have to go gingerly here. (laughs) (laughs) The road could be wet or something like that, you know. Um, I'm just thinking back, maybe it was two years ago. Me and Niall, oh, there must be 20 of us. We we said we'd stay on the coast, you know, thinking the salt water would keep the ice off the road with black ice everywhere. And we headed to Cranfield and went round the corner of Cranfield. Everybody went down. Jeez. (laughs) But. Everybody was going gingerly, you know, we were waiting on it, we were waiting on it, but yeah. we thought along the coastline there, you know, uh, with the salt water yeah. and all, it was supposed to keep the uh, place frost free. So it was, um, it was good. Brilliant. Just to finish off, then, have you, have you got one favourite quote? Have you got one favourite quote? One favourite quote? Um, 
my favourite quote. Or any words of wise words of wisdom? Yeah, uh, don't take life too serious. You have the day to get out of here. Brilliant. Um, that's uh, take it real easy. Um, I would safely say, you know, um, the majority of the population that does, I know there's, there's a guy here, um, does the spinning here. He's a class athlete, and we have uh, Owen Martins, and we have an athlete, McChrystal Crystal from the dog. They are class athletes. I mean, class athletes. They train as professionals. They train eight hours a day, like a day's work. So, but for the for the excellent that has to get up and go to work at eight o'clock in the morning and come home at six o'clock in the morning, that's a different way of life. So there's none of us going to the Olympic Games. Uh, the chance of representing our country at a big um, thing is very very slim. So um, it's just have fun, enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. Just keep the balance. Uh, stay safe. Don't go swimming on your own. Uh, Organise a swim. A couple of mates take your pull to float with you. It's not a race. Uh, I was telling uh, Johnny O'Hanlon and Tony Bagley the other day, you don't race an old horse to race day. So anybody over the 50 mark, and myself, I'm 63, Tony's, Tony Mickey Mann is 70, Tony's 70, so you don't race old horses to race day. You can train them, walk them out, run them out, and do all that there, but on race day then, there's a different, you know, you turn on a different um, thing. So that's very important, stay safe, especially around water. That's brilliant. Michael, thanks very much. We'll wrap well up with that. Well done. Thank you. Cheers. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. I really enjoyed being in Milo's company. I feel like going home now and pulling on the wetsuit. Just like to thank Milo for all his support on the water over the years and help that he's provided to myself and others. And um, we always make sure that everybody's safe on water. Don't forget to download the Podbean app and follow the Inspirational Runners podcast. And why not leave a comment if you've enjoyed this episode? It's always nice to get a bit of feedback. So until next week, stay safe and keep on moving.